Hello friend and welcome to episode number four. I can't believe we're here already. Episode number four of my 31 day series where I answer your questions about creating a career or a business that you love. And in today's episode, it's another short and concise one. I'm sure you'll be happy to hear. Um, Answering the question, how much should you spend as like an initial investment when you're just getting started? If you've got questions of your own, please send them to me on social media. You can find me at AlexMakesVR. Um, Or if you've got a longer question, send it to AlexMakesVR at gmail.com. Every day I'm sending out just short little uh, newsletters to remind people that the podcast goes live uh, and also kind of including a bit of a summary about what I talk about in that episode so that you know whether or not you fancy tuning in. So if you want to subscribe to that, that is alexmakesvr.com. Super simple, keeping it very, very on brand. Okay, I'm going to have a slurp of my tea and then we're going to dive in. Okay, so how much should you spend as an initial investment when you're just getting started? The simple answer to this is as little as possible. The biggest investment that you should be making if you're just getting started in your career or you are kind of uh, pivoting towards something new or learning a new skill set, the biggest investment should be your time. You need to spend as much time as humanly possible upskilling, practicing, and also getting a feel for like whether or not you like it or not. Because until you really get hands on and start doing the thing that you want to do, you're not going to know whether you actually like it. Like I used to think that I absolutely loved like cinematography and that I like like was obsessed with cameras. I used to love watching all of like the YouTube tutorials on on camera settings and like looking at the different kind of like f-stops and things like that. Like that's how um, me and uh, Ben uh, Claremont first got introduced because I just loved watching his in-depth videos about every camera. And then as soon as I got my hands on a camera and started going out shooting, I realised quite quickly that that is not what I preferred to do. I much preferred directing and producing. So then I started to kind of like get someone else to do the filming for me. But it wouldn't have been unless I had the equipment and I started to go out and make stuff that I really realised that I didn't necessarily like that side of uh, the job. So So the answer is as little as humanly possible. If you're just getting started in 360 or VR... I think obviously it depends on it depends on what your interest is because if say for example you are just getting started as a unity developer um you're going to need like you know a, a unity developer that what that's going to be working in VR you're going to need like a slightly better bit of kit than someone who's starting out in 360 but the answer still stands that you should try and get as kind of uh, try and spend as little as possible until you really know that you are going to like doing that thing so if you can borrow someone else's kit then do that if you've got like a relatively small amount of money, maybe spend it on hiring something for the day. I think you can, uh, in England anyway, you can hire um, a uh, VR-ready laptop because um, obviously lap- uh, the computers that you run VR headsets on, if you're going for a desktop-powered um, headset, uh, needs to be a particular spec. So maybe you could you can hire like a laptop in the UK, I know, for about 15 to 20 pound a day. So that's not that much. So you could potentially kind of like look at doing something like that. You could borrow a friend's kit. Uh, when we're not in lockdown, 
you could go to meetups where they have like demos and kind of get in with people that uh, have the equipment, like, you know, get a taste for it. Um, the next step, if you are sure that you like it, uh, and you do want to kind of like dive in and maybe it's something where you don't know anyone with the kit or you don't kind of have access to like a higher higher place um, to to kind of rent the kit. So let's say you want to be a 360 photographer, but you don't have that access. Then I would suggest looking for a cheap secondhand 360 camera or a cheap secondhand VR headset. And the reason I would say that rather than investing all of your money up front on something that like you're you're just a new beginner at is because the technology changes so quickly the number one investment that you need to make is in your skill set because ultimately the headsets will change the cameras will change the software that powers everything will change but if you understand the fundamentals if you understand uh, the 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 kind of fundamentals of creating a 360 video if you invest your time in knowing that you need to have the camera at a certain height to make people not feel sick you know that you need to stabilize it you understand how um 360 directing works um if you're a game developer you know you understand uh you know how to kind of like uh, what what try counts you need in a in a uh, a unity experience to be able to run on something like a quest like it's the it's the fundamental skill sets behind uh the technology that are really going to carry you through and so i like this analogy that someone uses elsewhere on um on kind of like a podcast i was listening to they use the analogy of like you, you know the average person will go out and spend, let's say they spend like hundreds of pounds to buy like the best tennis kit. They buy, you know, the designer tennis shirt, the designer shorts. They invest in like the most highly sophisticated, you know, uh, incredible, expensive, cushioned tennis shoes that support their ankle in just the right way and give them the maximum amount of speed. They invest in the the you know the the professional tennis racket and then they get on the court and they get their ass handed to them by someone who's just wearing whatever like kit they had lying around they're wearing destroyed crappy trainers and they're playing with like a racket that they like got off gumtree or a uh, facebook marketplace for a quid and they get destroyed because whilst that other person spent all their time going out and researching into like the the kit that they should own and like the the clothes that they need to wear to give them you know the best chance of doing it the other person was out on the tennis court actually practicing and actually getting good and then that person when they get good that person that hadn't invested in any stuff like when they get so good that then they're like they're really getting into it maybe now they kind of like they start investing in themselves because they really like it and they're getting good at it maybe then they can like you know upgrade their racket or you know look at specifically what's going to to kind of um to help them but realistically especially in this industry because it's tech industry it very much attracts the kind of people and i'm absolutely one of these people i'm not saying i'm immune to it but it attracts us like magpies we love new tech oh it's new and shiny and i just want it 
Um, every time there's a new 360 camera, I have to like really, really be like, I don't need this camera though. I've already got seven perfectly good 360 cameras sitting on my shelf. And realistically, the photo quality, if you know what you're doing, is not necessarily going to be that much different between the addition of the One X that came out a year ago versus, you know, their new one R, you know, and, and yes, of course there are technical differences. And yes, if you are not necessarily, um, well-versed in, in like taking those shots, then of course the difference is going to be like very, very noticeable. And by, uh, but by investing in that time to understand that actually I can get a really good photo with my first gen KuCam. I can get a beautiful 360 photo because I know the conditions that that camera works in great. I don't need massive resolution because it's only going to be shown, um, you know, on online on my Facebook page. Um, I don't have a Facebook page, but I'm just saying, um, you know, I know that it works in really bright light conditions. I know that I don't want someone to stand close to the camera. And yes, if I upgraded and invested in a One X, then like, yes, I would be able to get higher resolution and high thing. But ultimately, like the difference between the the photo that I'm going to take on on my old piece of kit versus the new one is purely down to me and my skill set um, and relying on the technology to be the thing that sets you apart is not a good idea. So that was a bit of a ramp. But uh, it all comes from the place of like, when I started in this industry, uh, because there wasn't that many kind of, there wasn't that many cameras around, and there wasn't many headsets around. So I would just invest in everything because I had no idea what I was doing. I invested in the cardboard. And then that like, I was like, Oh, I should probably invest in something a bit better. So then I got the Samsung gear. And that sorted me out for ages. But then the Oculus Go came out. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'd put in enough hours with the gear and I'd like used it often enough with clients to kind of think, well, actually it might be worth me getting a go because I need to kind of know for my client's sake that uh, that this headset is better. But for example, I've never owned a Vive or a Rift. I've never needed to because the, the majority of my work is in 360 and, um, I'm never really, as a consumer, I'm not like a gamer, so I would never need uh, a headset. And obviously now, like the beautiful thing about the Quest is obviously that you can turn it into um, a desktop VR headset if you want to. So, you know, the Quest is a really good investment if you are going to kind of work long term in this industry. Uh, And this is the thing. I'm sure there'll be a Quest 2 come this September. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, new camera gear that's coming out later this year that will have like some new high resolution and thing. But realistically, um, if you are not a very good um, director or just video maker, if you're not a good photographer, if you're not a good Unity developer, it, makes, it will make no difference how good your equipment is. Now, am I saying that you could rock up on a client shoot and have the shittiest, basic, you know, tattered equipment? No. This is where we get into like the nuance, right? But would I say that actually before you get your first client, you will probably need to put in your hours to learn how to use the camera, to learn how to, um, you know, build uh, a good experience like on 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 a headset, like uh, 
you will have to put in those hours anyway before you can even approach clients. And then your first clients that you're going to go after, you're going to go after the low-hanging fruit because you're going to be so nervous about doing your first projects and you've got no proof that you can actually do it because you've never worked for a paying client before that you're probably going to go to someone that kind of like you know someone, it's like a friend of a friend or a family friend or something, you're going to start there or maybe you're going to offer to do stuff for free. You're going to say... That's a lot of how I did my my kind of like original uh, VR work um, alongside some agency stuff. I was like kind of saying, oh, OK, well, like, for example, I bought um, <laughs> I bought a, uh, a, a, a car and I said to my car dealer, um, I would love to create a, you know, a video for this. And then if you like it, you can use it. You can send it to the car manufacturing. They can use it in their marketing material or they can we can have a conversation with the marketing department about using it. And that's and that ended up being something that happened. Um, and I did those shoots, those early shoots that I did for free or for nothing, uh, you know, ba- barely kind of anything. Um, I did them with minimal equipment, with just like a kind of consumer 360 camera, just because that's all I bought. I didn't go out and buy like a professional 360 rig. I didn't go out and buy, you know, the state of the art headset. In fact, back then, I think that was one of the first ones that I was doing when I still only owned a cardboard at home. Um, but I did it because there was no pressure because they, I wasn't charging them. So I could use my own equipment. There wasn't going to be any pressure. I, the client wasn't necessarily going to be on set with me because I was making it in my own time. So I made a really good product and then that got interest and they were like, oh, hang on a second. This is really interesting. And then I used that as a way to get more clients. And then it became worthwhile investing in a new setup. It was worthwhile investing in a better camera. Um, I went from like a consumer camera to the GoPro Omni, um, which was the kind of (laughs) the professional camera of the day when I was kind of getting into it. Um, and and then from there, I just carried on. And then that I very quickly realised that I didn't actually like cinematography. So I was like, oh, I'm just always going to use someone that has their own kit. And that's what they actually like doing. I'm going to stick to directing and producing. Um, but I'm so glad because, you know, if I'd spent, if I'd gone out and like kept upgrading the equipment, like even when I bought um, the, uh, uh, the Omni, that cost me, well, I got it secondhand, but I think it cost me about two and a half thousand pounds. And because I got that, I had to upgrade my laptop because my laptop couldn't run the footage from um, uh, from the Omni because obviously it's like six different GoPro feeds that you're feeding into uh, the edit suite. So then I had to pay out another two and a half grand to upgrade my laptop because I'm a Mac user and you know it comes with a, a lot of, um, a lot of <laughs> uh flaws not what's the word down no downsize that's it so it comes with a lot of downsides being a mac user in the vr industry um so you know i've spent like five grand already on a on a camera and a on a new laptop uh and if i hadn't invested a lot of time before that to upskill to be good at using a camera to be good at like kind of getting clients to have some portfolio pieces to know that i was going to make that five grand back I would no way in hell have spent that kind of money on equipment. So when you get started, don't don't worry about what kit you've got. It's completely irrelevant. You need to be spending time on perfecting your craft and deciding whether or not you actually like the craft. So 
get yourself a secondhand camera or get yourself a secondhand VR headset or a secondhand laptop, whatever it is, borrow kit if you can, just work with what you've got, then upskill. And then when you're in a place where you're, you've got those skills, well, that's it. Then you're like off to, off, off to a winner, right? Because off to a winner, is that even a phrase? I don't think so. But anyway, then you're off to, to, to the races. That's the word. <laughs> because then you've got that skill set. You can make your money back because you can get more projects. You can get more clients. Then you can upgrade your equipment. So yeah, to a certain extent, do you have to look the part with clients? Yes, sometimes you do. Um, you know, there's been filmmakers that have... Um, gotten into Sundance with feature films filmed on iPhones, would I rock up to a corporate client and uh, film something on an iPhone? Probably not. Why? Because it doesn't look the part. If I'm charged, yes, like there's going to be someone in the world like Steven Soderbergh uh, who can rock up and say, I'm going to film this on an iPhone and no one questions because he spent years building up the kudos, building up the kind of respect to be able to do that. He built up his skill set. He knew he he knew that like the equipment wasn't the most important thing with with creating um, films, with creating uh, you know decent pieces of art. Like it wasn't about the technology; um, it was about the story. And 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 it's the same kind of thing. Uh, you're not necessarily going to be able to go to a client and charge them three grand a day with uh, a one X, but. You might be able to go to the local real estate place and charge them three fifty a day with a one x so yeah, anyway, those are my thoughts on spending uh yes your initial kind of spending on stuff, so the takeaway being spend time that is the best investment that you can make time 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 the technology will change we are in the early days of VR, so it will change rapidly every six months there will be something new that comes out. And the technology will age very, very quickly. Don't spend more than you need to. And that's a message for myself more than more than anything, really. Uh, if you've got follow-up questions to this or anything that's come up, um, or you've got like uh, kind of follow-ups to it, then reach out to me on all the socials, AlexMakesVR. Um, email me, AlexMakesVR at gmail.com. Sign up to the newsletter, AlexMakesVR.com. Um, yeah, I'm getting my steps in massively. You could probably tell that I'm pacing around the room when I record these. I thought that it would be a clever way to get extra steps in during the day because I tend to like, when I get on a bit of a rant, I tend to pace anyway. So I was like, that's good. But now I'm actually a bit out of breath. So (laughs) hopefully that's not too awkward to listen to. But, um, but yeah, uh, another thing that I was thinking of doing on this subject is in maybe a week's time, I was thinking about maybe doing a competition uh, or some kind of giveaway. Um, it will probably be um, a kind of tit for tat thing. I'll do a giveaway if you share the podcast type thing, just to be completely uh, transparent about it. But I'm thinking about potentially giving away either a quest, although I know that they are not in stock at the moment, especially in the UK. So um, uh, yeah, it might be a quest or it might be uh, a 360 camera, depending on who's listening to these podcasts I get so uh, if you've got thoughts and if there's a particular camera 
Um, maybe I'll do a poll on my Instagram stories or something. Uh, so maybe look out for that. But um, yeah, in, in a week or so, probably going to be doing a giveaway. So please, please, please do continue to support the podcast. I really appreciate your time. I hope that, that this is giving you some kind of value. Um, and that's it. I'll speak to you tomorrow.